Let's talk about something that I find really slightly unnerving. It's the fact that there was some new research uh, released from the University of Toronto, and they have discovered that COVID-19 antibodies that you generated uh, if you received a booster uh, prior to 2022 or you actually contracted COVID earlier in this year, odds are very high. You do not have any more um, antibodies for the BA2 or BA4 that's swirling around the newest version of Omicron. What can you tell us about this study? That's a great study, and it's really helpful, and it sheds light on some of the immunology of COVID-19 and how this changes over time, especially with variants. But, you know, when we sort of plug this into, you know, how do we interpret this and how do we think about this and conceptualize this in real-world settings, I think it sort of confirms what we already know. We know that we have waning protection to infection over time. And that's what the neutralizing antibodies do. They really protect you from getting infected. Luckily, there's multiple branches to our immune system. It's not just neutralizing antibodies. We have other significant branches of the immune system, including our T cells, also known as cellular immunity. And it's not as if, you know, we're starting back from zero. It's not as if we're at square one and we have no immunity. That's the farthest thing from the truth. We know that, yeah, sure, you, you, there is a risk of reinfection. That's, that's, that can happen. But we know that vaccination or recovery from infection uh, can still protect us against, still protect us against infection, just not to the same extent as it once did. Uh, and it, ha- it, they, it still stands up significantly, significantly against protection against severe illness, such as hospitalization and death. I should note that in every study, not in every study, in the vast majority of studies that come out, mm. you know, vaccination is, is, is great. Like it, 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 not recovery from infection. The way to put it politely is, yes, you do generate some infect- some immunity from recovering from infection, but you generate better and more, or more robust immunity if you have vaccination on top of that as well. And, and again, we're not going to lose that with the BA5 mm. variant that we're in right now. What if you just received the vaccination and you haven't, to your knowledge, contracted COVID? Uh, do you still, because you just combined the two and said you got pretty good immunity there. Uh, do you have just as good of immunity if you've just had the vaccine? It depends on where we're looking at. And unfortunately, it's the answer is nuanced and complicated because there's different data coming from different countries. But having said that, if you're three doses of a vaccine really does have some meaningful protection. Well, it has phenomenal protection. Let's be Mm -hmm. clear. It has phenomenal protection against severe infection. It absolutely does. Um, And, you know, you still have some protection against getting the infection, even with uh, probably even with BA5, certainly with BA1 and 2. It's just less than what we saw with the alpha variant and the delta variant. So we're basically chipping away at some of the immunity that we get from getting the infection. But the immunity and protection we have against severe infection, like hospitalization and death, seems to be very robust and long-lasting and still stands. Listen, Dr. Bogosh, I uh, I think we're friends, even though we've never met. I like you a lot. I think you're a good person, so I feel bad doing this. But Uh-oh. according to the uh, co-lead in the study at a UFT, he said, we found out that people who were vaccinated at the end of last year or who get the booster shot, by got the booster shot at the end of last year, they have basically Almost zero. Okay, keyword is almost, right? Zero neutralizing antibodies. As you said, we still have T cells. So 
What I want to know from you is if I'm one of the people that uh, went ahead and got my third booster in December last year, I would be fitting into that category of almost zero neutralizing antibodies, as a lot of people are. If that's the case, should we not have the government opening up the fourth dose to us? Like, what is the holdup? We have doses in freezers. We don't want them to expire. So lots of things can be true. So number one, yes, your neutralizing antibodies can wane. People can get reinfected. We get that. But again, the we have to ask ourselves, what is the role of the vaccine? So, you know, and the role of vaccine, sadly, it to a lesser extent is to protect us from infection. It just doesn't do it to the same extent as it did before. It really, we should be focusing on this in terms of protecting against severe infection. Listen, when we have updated Omicron vaccines, maybe we'll regain and hopefully we regain some of that protection from infection in the first place. And again, it's not all lost. It's still there to a much lesser extent. So that's that's one point. The second point is when you look at the current vaccines that we have, who would benefit from a fourth dose of a vaccine? The people who would benefit most from that fourth dose are really those who are on the older end of the spectrum who are at greatest risk for hospitalization and death, and people with underlying medical conditions who are at greatest risk of hospitalization and death. Those are the people who would benefit most from a fourth dose. And again, let's remember what the vaccines do. We are using a vaccine that was designed against the original virus that emerged from Wuhan, China in late 2019. The virus has changed significantly since then. So if people are getting this vaccine thinking, I'm not going to get the virus mm. because I've been vaccinated, the answer is, that's yeah, mostly incorrect. You You have a you still have a very decent chance of getting this if you're exposed, even if you've been vaccinated with four doses. You slightly reduce your risk of getting it. Uh, but you, you, so I think that's False the False sense of security. Here. And I'm not, well, and that's I don't exactly want to... it. We just have to be yeah. honest. We have to be right. honest about what the vaccines do and what they don't do. So let's hypothetically say someone's a 22-year-old individual. They received their third dose in January of 2022. Okay, it's been six months. The risk of a severe outcome for that person, you know, otherwise healthy 22-year-old person who's had three doses of a vaccine, even if it was, you know, six months ago, the risk of a bad outcome if that person got COVID is close to 0%. It's not zero, but it's close to 0%. Okay. Is that person going to benefit from a fourth dose now? Or would you say to that person, hey, you know what, maybe you should wait a couple of months Mm -hmm. until we have updated vaccines that are going to be more widely available in Canada. You right? know, it's like, not, yeah, I hear what you're saying. And, and this is something that we've talked about at length on uh, the station in general is the idea of waiting for an Omicron vaccine that's been updated. And, you know, I know that different pharmaceutical companies are working on that right now. I want to turn our attention very quickly because we always run out of time. Um, it to the fact that there's this uh, new antibody test. It's three bucks a pop. And this is out of the same uh, the group of researchers at U of T. And it will tell you if you have uh, antibodies in your system, how important <clears throat> is it that we start uh, taking advantage of tests like this? I'm skeptical. I really? actually am skeptical. Yeah, I am. I am. Again, there's more brand that our immune system is a lot, <clears throat> a lot more complicated than antibodies. Mm-hmm. Um, we have to remember what the vaccines do and what they don't do. There's probably some utility for that test in certain situations, but like, do, do we need 38 million people to go out and get a test done before to see if they need a vaccine at this point in time? No, I think that's, 
that's pretty far-fetched. Okay. Then before I let you go, because it's 12 o'clock somewhere, as they like to say in cottage country, um, <laughs> <laughs> masks. Should we be looking at wearing masks now that we're in a summer wave? Should we be bringing masks back? And what, what's your advice on masking? Oh, yeah. I mean, listen, it's pretty clear we have a summer wave right now, and, and we don't have much in the way of mandates. Uh, so people have to choose their own adventure. And, and, you know, listen, if you want to reduce your risk of getting COVID, yeah, it's a no-brainer. Put a mask on when you're in an indoor setting. It's not perfect, but it still really, really helps. And uh, I think, you know, it's just a very simple thing. Put a mask on indoors. The other thing, too, is it's gorgeous in Canada this summer. You're having people over. You're having a get-together. Why not do it in a park nearby or in your backyard? It's just a, get a outside, much safer like space. Exactly, exactly. Get outside, Way lower Dr. Chance. Bogosh. Get outside. The dock is exactly. calling. The there dog is go. calling. I'm going to let you go. Thank you so much. I, I didn't know you were on vacation, and uh, I just figured you were working from the cottage. But enjoy <sighs> your vacation, and thanks for being available. My pleasure. Have a good one. You too. Dr. Isaac Bogosh, infectious disease specialist.